Welcome back to another episode of Peter's Proffer here in the courtroom of current events. And today we're going to be talking about a census. We're going to talk about what it is, where it come from, comes from, and kind of the history of why we take a census in the United States. And we're going to talk about what the controversy is over the census being done. This is kind of a hot topic now because it's coming up again um, so we're going to we're going to jump into it just to explain because a lot of people don't even know why we do it or what it is. If there's a current event or a specific topic you want to hear about, you can always reach out to us on any social media platform at Tragos Law. You can send me an email, petertragos at greeklaw.com. Okay, so today we tackle... Census. Censuses? Sensei? Census. Census. The census. No, I know, but is it if we're talking about multiple censuses, is it how do you say that? Censuses. I'm gonna be as lost it's, it as it is censuses. Okay. I'm gonna be as lost as anybody else throughout this topic because the only thing I know about a census is the reason Jesus was born in Bethlehem is they had to come back for the for the counting of the people, which is the census. So Dad, why don't you start by talking about what a census is and where it came from? Well, a census is defined as the numbering or registration of people. Is generally done for the purpose of taxation or military recruitment. And it's happening again in 2020. In 2020. That's why it's such a hot topic is, you know, and, and we'll get to the fact why there's so much controversy about a census because it is so important. Uh, you know, so where does it come from? Yeah, historically, well, how did we start there, doing this and why? Whenever, and it happened all the time, where kings would count the number of people. Initially, they counted them because they would count males over the age of 20 in order to find out how many military personnel they would have if there was some kind of a battle or some kind of a war, they need to know what their army was, was going to be put together. Uh, in the book of Numbers in the Bible, they counted the people before the 40 years when they were in the wilderness, and they counted the people at the end. See how many people they lost, see how many people remained. They counted the people by tribe in order to see how they would separate the tribes and how much land they would give them. Uh, they counted the people for to find out what the military strength was going to be. And it turns out that Moses counted men over 20. The number was 603,550. So he knew that's the army that he could rely on if he had a fight or if he had a battle. Okay, and so how did it progress then into modern times? Now why do we do it? Well, Because it's not for military reasons. Well, I mean, well just... it, you know, you say it's not just, but the fact, if we talk about the United States as an example. In the United States, it was so important that we made it part of the Constitution. And in 1790, it was the first census in the United States. And the Constitution is Article 1, Section 2 of the United States Constitution requires that every 10 years there be a census taken of all those who live in the country. And initially, it started out with federal marshals. Actually, you used to go out and count the people. And really? then, yeah, I know, that Sounds was like that a really would be a door-to-door. -door I became and, a federal marshal just so I could count people. Right, That's the federal marshals they all dreamed of. 650 people to do the initial count in 1790. And, interestingly enough, they finally uh, got a, a trained uh, specialist to do it in 1879. But, it's funny, our country actually has lost total census. There have been fires. They kept them on paper in, in some departments. There was a fire in the department, and they can't even find the some records of, the of some, uh, some of the old census. The first census had 3.9 million non-Indian Americans, 700,000 slaves, and that's the very first census. Wow. 
That's that's crazy. Okay, so so in modern times, what is the purpose of still doing a census? Why do we still do it in 2020? The census is still really important because what you're doing is you're counting people and not just heads, but you're counting different groups of people. And that's how you plan something as major as how many seats uh, that a particular state has in the House of Representatives. Or it also identifies how the government is going to be distributing federal funds for like schools or roads or you know, even building hospitals. That's how they make those determinations. Yep. And, you know, they've also changed in how they do the count uh, today versus then. Back in uh, the, the uh, 1900s, they actually used race as a factor when they're doing the count. They have certain percentages of mixed race. They were counted differently than percentages of other mixed races. So it, it really changed a lot over the years. Okay. And so another thing that's changed, I assume, is the way you can respond or the way you're actually counted as part of a census. How has that changed over the years? Well, interestingly enough, uh, this 2020 census will be the first time you can actually respond to a census electronically. Uh, you can actually log on to their portal and answer the questions. But in the old days, it was all, well, the old days, the most recent census was uh, by mail. They still have census people that go door to door and in 2020, apparently there are still some sections of the country that are going to have people that are going to literally walk door to door to see if they can get counts. And these counts, we talk about how important they are. Some of the interesting facts are since 1790, New York has always been the biggest city. In 1790, there were 33,131 people living in New York. Uh, and since the last census, the only state that has lost population has been Michigan. Interesting. So one question, which hopefully doesn't get us too far off track, but including myself, how has somebody never responded to a census before? Like, I don't even, I don't, I don't know. Did I miss it in the mail? Like, how, or did I do it and not know what I was filling out? Or how does this well, happen? No, because you were part of a household probably in the last census. And therefore I included you okay, so I was a, in, in my household. Even though I was an adult. Right. Even though you're an adult, if I you're, wasn't still part of a, you're still part of the household. Okay. So we'll and get we one go, next year. When we year. go to the questions, pretty soon we'll, we'll get to the questions. Okay. We talk about questions. One of the questions is how many people live in your household? Okay. Let's get there now. What do they actually ask in a census? Well, they, they ask various uh, questions that require you to uh, disclose because they want an accurate number. So if 10 people live in your house and only one of them is the registered owner, only one of them uses that address, if they don't ask the question household, then they're going to miss nine people that live in that house. And that's going to affect, and okay. we'll talk about so that affects you, all sorts of so things. So they ask you how many people live in your house. What else do they ask you? They ask you the gender of the person that's actually answered the question. Interestingly enough, this year they'll actually ask you to specify the familial connection between you and your family members specifically. And they'll say, and it used to be husband and wife, for example. Now it's going to be, now they're actually going to ask you man and woman married or man and man married or man and woman not married just to kind of figure out who's all in the household. They're also asking for children and parents, for example, that live inside of your household. And they ask you for the sex of each person. They ask you the age of each person living in your home, the race of each person, uh, whether it's, you know, Hispanic, Latino, Spanish origin, that's, that's, <clears throat> that's become a very serious question because of funding and special programs that the government has. They want to know what the percentage of the population is like that. Interestingly enough, George, I want to back up just for a second. They ask you your age, and this year they're going to ask you your age and the birthdays of everybody 
because apparently too many people get it wrong and they've got, for example... <laughs> so they're going to do their own calculation. Right. They're going to do it because, for example, let's say you have an 11-month-old child. You may say one, but that's not true. That child's in its zero year, and that's why the birth date is important. Yeah. And people should realize, because there's scams out there, everybody takes advantage of everything, and there are scams. Like they'll, they'll use it for advertising. They'll never ask you your social security number. Oh. They will never ask you any for money or donations. They will never ask you for your political party, and they will never ask you for a bank or credit card account numbers. Yeah, it makes sense. So, yeah. So if somebody's asking you for that, just throw that one away. Right. Especially if they call from the Aya Ara Ese. Okay, so... <laughs> so, um, okay, so what do they use the answers to these questions for? Well, this is the way our government basically uh, figures out where resources are going to be needed over the next 10 years. Uh, they know where population centers are, are shifting to. They also recognize where they're going to need additional infrastructure funding. It's really that. And, of course, the number one topic is the House of Representatives is is set up by populations and it'll depend on how many people and where they are will dictate who gets how many seats in the house and there are so many things it's hard to imagine how many things depend on this census number one federal funding if you live in florida let's say and you have the medicare funding if the population actually were to go down or if they're talking about 65 and over and it went up in florida you get more medicare funds um, if you want funding for education, if you want funding for a dam, if you want funding for roads, all of that is figured in the numbers within your population. The demographic on businesses, is this business going to open a new chain of stores in Florida or in Georgia? Well, let's take a look at where the population centers. Where do we want to open stores? It's just, it's used for zillions of things in order to get money to people, in order to get federal benefits to people, in order to build roads, in order to start businesses, all depend on the census. One thing we haven't discussed is, is your, are your answers confidential? Can they use them for anything else? Can they use them for advertising purposes? Can Facebook buy this information from them? Yeah, Title 13 is very specific. All the answers you give on the census, the answers themselves are confidential. Your information cannot be used for anything other than the purpose of the census. Okay, so what what is controversial about the census? Why why is it why is it a hot topic? Why do people care about it? Well, because sometimes people don't believe the census is accurate. Um, uh, that's why the federal government, and this is a controversy too. Federal government will go to a state and ask the state for the driver's license information in order to verify how many people have driver's licenses, their days of, dates of birth, and they cross-check it with the census data they're going to get. They do that because they try to ensure accuracy. Why is accuracy important? Well, right now we had a question that's been withdrawn from the census about whether or not citizenship can be asked. Are you a U.S. citizen? The reason that question is so controversial is because they're worried that people will not answer the census and not send it back in because they're worried that they're going to be deported if they send it back in. Well, what does that do? That reduces the population of, let's take an example, Hispanics. If Hispanics are not properly counted, then they won't get the proper funding and the proper benefits. So therefore, they were worried that this question would uh, reduce the number of Hispanics that replied to the census. And, and that's been a huge concern for the Hispanic and Latino population. What happens if you don't respond? If you don't respond, well, technically, 
you're required to respond. I haven't seen a lot of people thrown in jail for not responding to the. But census. is that what the is that what the repercussion is? You get thrown in jail. I think you it's could a get fined for yeah. not answering thoroughly, and I think you can be. Uh, yeah. There's a jail penalty under Chapter 13. Yeah, but it, it does it. It hurts your demographic if you don't answer the questions. Okay. Any other reasons it's controversial? Um. Let's Do people see. think like the government fudges the numbers in order to you know fix the House of Representatives or get more funding certain places or use it as part of gerrymandering? Well, I also think well, I think really there a lot of people are worried about law enforcement using the questions on the census. That there really isn't a confidential aspect. That if they want to find you, you know, there's a warrant out for your arrest. Uh, then they go to the census and they find you. People are scared, and maybe rightly so, of the government. Yet they and probably the have a Facebook page, yeah. a public Facebook page, right. but they don't want to respond to the census. They are. But people are scared of the government. They're scared of how much power they have. They're scared of how much information the government is gathering, especially in the, the age we are today, when all this stuff on the Internet is, is all being gathered, and you hear about the government uh, tapping telephones and doing all these things that maybe are illegal, uh, but the government is gathering information about you, your DNA, all of this is being gathered, so people have a suspicion about giving the government more information. Which is funny, but we all go on Ancestry.com and send them our DNA. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's exactly the American people. You know That's what it what is? We like it is. Do. It's absolutely it's the fear of not understanding, the fear of the unknown. Yeah, yeah, which I can understand that. So, all right. So if you're anything like me, you probably didn't know anything about the census before this podcast. Before we go, anything else you want to mention about the census, Dad or Pete? Nope. Anything, Dad? Well, I th- again, I would encourage everybody to answer the census. Because the government really does need to know for your, for benefits and for your protection, really what our population is made up of, how it is made up, and how they should divvy out the money and the benefits of the government. All right. So hopefully you don't have the fear of the unknown because if, if you don't know, now you know. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode and we'll be back with you guys next time. <laughs>